0: Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Most of this hour will be reserved for your phone calls from all over the great state of North Carolina. You are steering the ship. For these three hours, for the most part, we have one guest and only one guest as we continue to enjoy the legends of golf here at the SAS Championship. Coming at you live today from Preston Wood Country Club in Kerry, Freddie Couples, Davis Love the Third, Bernhard Longer, Colin Montgomery, World Golf Hall of Fame members everywhere you look, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. We encourage you to get out here if you can. I'll see others of you at the Canes Games tonight and tomorrow night. The hottest team in hockey hosts, the Islanders, and then the Blue Jackets back-to-back at PNC Arena. Joining us now, one of our favorites on the National Football League. That weekend includes not only the Carolina Panthers' trip to London to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Texans at the Chiefs, the Eagles at the Vikings. The Saints try to keep pace at the top of the NFC South with a visit to Jacksonville. The 49ers haven't lost yet, and they take on the L.A. Rams in L.A. The Lions at the Packers on Monday night will complete a weekend that started with the Patriots beating the Giants last night, 35-14 on Thursday Night Football. Darren Gant, NBC Sports and ProFootballTalk.com. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, although I'm a little alarmed. Darren told me as I was coming in that you were at this Champions Tour event out there, the SAS Championship, and he mentioned DJ Singh. And I said, he can't be a seniors golfer. He's my age. That's not right.
0: Isn't that scary? You ready for more? Corey Pavin is a seniors golfer, champions golfer. Oh, man. Uh, John Daly. Um, I want to have a beer with Darren Clark. He is here, and these guys just don't seem all that old. I I put it this way, though, Darren. You and I, I'm not sure of your exact age, but you and I are halfway to being Champions Tour golfers because we have one of the two requirements, a 50th birthday. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're approaching that at least. I, I'm <laughs> certainly
1: in that demographic where it's coming yeah. soon to a driving range near you. But
0: now, uh, now all we need is the golf swing to go with it, and then we'll be fully qualified. Hey, uh, details, before, we, b- before we get to the game, uh, Colin Kaepernick's representatives released a statement yesterday designed to correct false sports media and social media narratives, as they said. Uh, his agent said, I've reached out to all 32 teams. It is untrue that Colin has turned down an NFL job at any point since the 2016 season. Nobody has even wa- offered him a full workout. Do you believe that their statement, uh, with 10 different claims at least, was accurate? Uh, are they, is their version of reality uh, the right one compared to what we've heard for much of the last three years?
1: Uh, I I think it was probably mostly accurate, David. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I I think it's clear at this point that nobody in the NFL is going to employ this man again. Uh, And it's not because he can't play quarterback. And that notion gets disabused every time. You know, Blaine Gabbard's name comes up, or any number of bad quarterbacks who continue to get jobs in the league. And, you know, I was alarmed. um, I believe it's Kyle Bowler, the old uh, Ravens first rounder who could throw the football over the mountain on his knees 20 years ago, is a grad assistant at Clemson maybe now. And with, the story was when somebody went down there for a, for a pro day, they saw him throwing and they said, hey, do you want to work out? So it's not, we can't pretend that it's any longer about football anymore. It's only about the other thing. And it's about the fact that Colin Kaepernick spoke of things that make a certain percentage of a, a fan base and a large percentage of the ownership group uh, politically nervous
0: is it as simple as and we all know that eric reed now a safety with the carolina panthers and a guy who also filed a grievance with the nfl and claimed a financial settlement eric reed does have a job and is playing well and did return to the nfl after taking a whole lot of criticism from a big chunk of nfl fans is it as simple as colin kaepernick plays a different quarter a different position and has a bigger name Sure, sure.
1: I mean, and, and people are still, and one of the things that I've always thought kind of ridiculous is people use media circus as a way of talking around this. And, you know, I guess if you would rather be bad at football than have a couple dozen members of the national media come into your complex for a day or two and then move on to the next shiny thing, If losing games is worse to you than that, I guess have a party and and go ahead. But I, I don't understand your priorities if that's how you choose to do business.
0: Last thing on this, included in the statement from Kaepernick's representatives, was at least a couple of things that I don't think most people know. His last year with the Niners, he was actually voted on by his teammates and given an award for the player who, quote, best exemplifies inspirational and courageous play. And his coach at the time in San Francisco, Chip Kelly, said publicly that Colin is zero distraction in his eyes. Um, is that an accurate picture? Because what the reservations we hear the most are about those distractions that you referred to and some wondering whether he would be, you know, fully welcome even in the locker room.
1: Sure. And I think, again, there's. The one thing I've learned about NFL locker rooms is that it it is as close to a diverse population as you're going to find. I mean, you've got people from every corner uh, of America and the globe, uh, people with different political beliefs, people with different religious beliefs, and and people with different levels of education and fervor about those beliefs. So I, I have never been in a spot where... You know, guys, I mean, it's as quick as uh, an NFL locker room as any middle school cafeteria table. But at the same time, I've never been in a spot where, you know, guys refuse to play with somebody. I mean, and again, people who are actually poisonous, people who are actually vile to teammates yeah. like Richie Incognito can continue to get jobs, but this guy cannot. I mean, it's it's obvious it's about the one thing. It's always been about the one thing. And, and, again, he's destined now at this point to go down as, Kurt, as football's Kurt Flood. I mean, the guy who was white balled from the game uh, for reasons that had nothing to do with his ability to play the game.
0: Darren Gant is joining us. Follow him on Twitter at Darren Gant. Find his work online at profootballtalk.com and NBC Sports as well. Last week, as you know, Panthers backup quarterback Kyle Allen became the first quarterback to win his first four NFL starts since a guy named Kurt Warner in 1999, who, of course, ended up in the Hall of Fame. This is not an unrealistic scenario I'm about to lay out to you. What if Kyle Allen gets to 5-0 with the Buccaneers victory in London on Sunday morning, and then they go into their bye week, and then Cam Newton's foot is healthy enough coming out of the bye week to return to action? What should the Panthers do? Once Cam is healthy enough to play, if Kyle Allen keeps winning football games.
1: David, in another anecdote that's going to remind us exactly how old we are. You may or may not remember this, but the great Jesse Jackson was once a guest host on Saturday Night Live one time and did a whole bit based on a quiz show called The Question is Moot. You know, whose face is on the $100 bill? question is moot. Nobody's seen a $100 bill in the Reagan administration. <laughs> um, the question is moot as it pertains to Cam Newton because I don't believe he's a week away from being healthy enough to return to the starting lineup again. So I, I know this has become a popular topic, and, and it's, you know, it created a little bit of a divide. I know the anti-Cam uh, people who are very loud, Uh, have strong feelings about this, but it it seems pretty obvious to me that if you have a former MVP who plays quarterback and he is well enough to play, that he plays. It's pretty simple, isn't it? I mean, one guy is much better at football when well than the other guy. So when well, it's not really much of a choice. I I don't believe it's going to be as soon as a week or even two weeks that, that Cam's ready to play. I mean, he's out there muttering around on the scooter out to practice and then not practicing i i would think you know just based on uh his background even once he's well enough to get back out there and play rust is real and and he would need a couple of weeks i would think once he begins practicing again to be ready to play but you know the good news is kyle allen is checking off most of the boxes that you need a backup quarterback to check off he's He's playing mostly efficient football. I mean, he's completing about 65% of his passes good, fine. Uh, He's not exceptionally dynamic. He's not hurling it downfield with great regularity. But he's not turning it over a ton. I mean, he fumbles too much, and that's obviously a concern. He's, He's fumbled it seven times. Uh, one of them wiped out by penalty. So, you know, six on the stat sheet, lost four. That's an issue. That's a, that's a big problem for a team that's going to be playing some close games. But Kyle Allen's also very fortunate to have been dropped into a very talented offense around him. You know, for the issues they've had keeping an offensive line stable in front of him, I, I think the kid's done a really good job. And, and primarily, he's been fortunate enough to turn, it, turn around hand it to that McCaffrey kid about 175 times a game and let him
0: do his thing in the bigger picture let's say cam newton comes back at some point you know even a little bit further down the road if you're david tepper the owner of the carolina panthers and you owe cam 20 plus million of course for this year right you also have a contract for 20 plus million for next year what is your fork in the road in terms of deciding whether he's really your guy in the longer term is it the end of this year or is it the end of next year and and how do that do those relationship issues work
1: um, I, I would think at this point. I mean, and again, philosophically, I'm different from most. I kind of believe that uh, too many teams have invested too heavily in quarterbacks who aren't Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. And you know, I, I look at Detroit as an example. They've paid Matt Stafford a bunch of money, and because of all that money they've paid Matt Stafford, they're never going to win uh, a Super Bowl in Detroit. Because I I, I think you can do good business. Uh, by keeping a bunch of younger cheaper quarterbacks in uh, reducing the difference between the talent level of your starter and your backup so that the rest of your team can be sustainable around it and I think you know they could easily David Tepper could easily philosophically say hey we don't want to invest that much of a percentage of the salary cap in a quarterback but he might and realistically if Cam Newton is is healthy, then the price is going to be closer to $35 million a year. When you look at other quarterback contracts, that's just kind of the market rate. The guys who get paid most recently get paid the most. So um, that's what it would take. For me, it would take seeing Cam Newton be healthy for a year. And he's got this year and one more left on his contract. You can always franchise tag him at the end of that one. But if I was spending Darren Gant's money, it would be hard for me to write a check for $35 million for 31-year-old Cam Newton. That, that doesn't mean he's not worth it. It's just philosophically I don't know that I hold with that anymore. But if he's your guy and you're convinced he's one of those guys, that's just what they cost. I just wouldn't do it until I saw him healthy for a little bit.
0: Last thing for Darren Gant, you know the old saying, you are what your record says you are. When I look at the NFL right now, the winless teams are clearly and truly bad, right? Washington mm-hmm. and Cincinnati and Miami and the New York Jets. At the other end, we'd all agree that the Patriots at 6 and 0 are for real and one of the front runners again. The only other undefeated team is the 4 and 0 San Francisco <laughs> 49ers who happen to have uh, I think an interesting challenge against the Rams in LA late Sunday afternoon. What are we to make Of the 49ers, I mean, are they what their record says they are? Do they belong in a conversation that also includes the New England Patriots?
1: Probably not. I I think we'll probably see those guys come back to earth. You're looking at a team that's playing without its left tackle, who's out injured, whose right tackle just got hurt the other night, whose fullback, whose name I believe is Gazuntite but um, Scott and is going to be out for a little bit. I mean, they've got some injury issues stacking up now that's going to bring them, I think, closer to what they actually are, but what they actually can be is an okay NFC team and a playoff contending type team. You know, I, I saw them as like a 9-7 and seven kind of team going into this year. I did because, you know, one thing we know about Kyle Shanahan teams is if, if they can keep offensive linemen healthy, they're going to be able to run the ball. We figured that Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty efficient as a quarterback, if not outstanding. He's at least good enough, and they have stacked up so many assets on that defensive front seven that they can create a lot of problems for people, as you saw the other night. I mean, they can pressure quarterbacks, and they can force people into bad decisions, and, and I think as long as they're able to do that, they're going to be a dangerous team. But Kyle ams done a really good job of coaching those guys, and, you know, in, in – in, in introducing your point about you are what you are, Washington is a disaster because look at who's coaching well in the NFL right now. Sean McVay's coaching well. Kyle Shanahan's coaching well. Matt LaFleur's coaching well. Where did all those guys used to work? Yeah. They That's work a good in Washington. And, and instead, you know, Dan Snyder in 21 years is what? 139, 181 and 1, which is like a 429 winning percentage, 7 and 9 every year. So, you know, get out of Washington, become a smarter coach. It works that way.
0: Darren Gantt joining us on the David Glenn Show on Twitter. He's at Darren Gant Online, NBC Sports and ProFootballTalk.com. Thanks for the visit, man. Enjoy the weekend. You got it. Uh, Make sure to work on your putting stroke while you're out there. I know.
1: We already have senior status established.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll be back. I'll actually be on this course on Monday. We'll see if I'll limit the damage out there. Thanks to Darren for dropping by. The DG on the DG Show visit is always well well received. Monty in Burlington wants in on Colin Kaepernick. I got to buckle up here. I got somebody who wants in on the NBA versus China international incident. The Colin Kaepernick story took a new turn when his representatives released a statement yesterday detailing what they thought were corrections to the media or social media narratives about a guy who has not played in the NFL since 2016. When you look at his full body of work, I mean, there's no doubt about it objectively that his credentials are far better than many backup quarterbacks, for sure, in the NFL. But he's three years away from the last time he's played. So Monty wants in on that. NBA versus China. We'll try to avoid additional international incidents here as we play United Nations Peacekeeper on that one. Carolina Hurricanes are home tonight and tomorrow night. I'll see you at PNC Arena. They are the hottest team in hockey, and we continue to enjoy the SAS Championship as we come at you live from Prestonwood Country Club. Remember, great golf with the legends of golf all weekend long, day one. One today. They play through Sunday, of course. You can catch them on the golf channel, but even better to get out here in person. We will be playing this course on Monday. In the annual Salute to Champions Golf Classic hosted by the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. So, thanks to all of those who raise money for so many great causes by participating in that tournament. My early condolences to whoever gets me as their celebrity golfer on Monday. 1 800 849 2761 is your ticket into the program. More on the Panthers' visit to London, more on a week in college football that includes number one Alabama, number two Clemson, number five LSU, number seven Florida. Florida, and even others that are playing high-intensity games this weekend that will dramatically impact the course of their seasons. Nice win for the Wolfpack last night. No style points. But a win is a win is a win as Dave Doran gets the pack to 4-2 and two after the victory over Clemson. UVA plays at Miami tonight, another national TV spotlight for the Atlantic Coast Conference. Louisville is at Wake Forest on Saturday night on the ACC Network. Appreciate Scott Satterfield and Dave Clawson for dropping by as our guests a little bit earlier this week. Major League Baseball is down to its final four. The Canes are off to a 4-0 start. College basketball and the NBA are right around the corner as they are ramping up their preseason. Your questions, comments, and complaints are welcome on the other side. 1-800-849-2761. I have a lot more on football and some of those other things. We're following your lead. Darren Gant is our guest in the books. You lead the way on the other side. 1-800-849-2761 on the David Glenn Show. Coach Lou Holtz is joining us. What can you tell us about those four seasons in Raleigh? Everybody from North Carolina calling us
2: boo you and agriculture you. And I remember walking the press conference saying I want everybody in the state to understand agriculture is better than no culture.
0: Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. some programs I think are built to lose guys early it's the way that program is our program has been successful because those guys have become upperclassmen they've been in your program for four years or three years I know a lot of young guys are that have not even played a game they're gonna get a ton of experience and that's gonna be huge for their development that's why Ty Kyle and Dre they played a lot his first years and they were humbled I think all those lessons helped. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday, coming at you live from the SAS Championship at Prestonwood Country Club. That was Tony Bennett of UVA, our guest on Tuesday, fresh off his national championship with the Cavaliers. Some of you already have basketball on your mind. That's okay. We did a lot of that earlier in the week. You know my advice for ACC basketball fans. Duke, you're going to be really, really good again. Louisville, you're going to be better than you've been in quite some time. UNC and UVA, you're going to be good again but please don't underestimate how hard it is to lose several of the best players in recent program history. Carolina sent five dudes onto professional basketball. It is not as easy as just cranking out the next bunch on the assembly line. Roy Williams is in charge. He'll have the Tar Heels competitive again. Tony Bennett is one heck of a coach and has become a friend of the program. He'll have the next generation ready in Charlottesville as well. But when you send DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome, and Kyle Guy, to the next level. It's not like you're not going to hit a few bumps in the road. So Carolina and UVA, yes, you're near the top tier again. But if you're not anticipating some growing pains, you haven't watched what I've watched as a 33-year veteran observer of college basketball. Again, you'll be good. The fun part of the ACC this year to me is that if you're a fan of some of the others, Wake, NC State, you know, Georgia Tech. Notre Dame, for sure. You, you have a chance to climb the ladder because there are not quite as many super heavyweights in the ACC as there have been in some other years. Brandon in Washington wants to join as the next caller on Free For All Friday. Monty is in Burlington and has Colin Kaepernick on his mind. The Panthers are in London to face the Buccaneers. Alabama, number one and 5-0 and Nick Saban's team, goes to Texas A&M to take on Jimbo Fisher in the Aggies. That is one of a handful of college football games this weekend that are central to just the college football playoff picture unfolding. Clemson hosts Florida State. That's not an easy game. The Seminoles have struggled under Willie Taggart, but... I would argue that that is one of the trickier games left on Clemson's regular season schedule. Do I think the Tigers will win? Yes. Do I think the Tigers are better? Yes. But I think some folks are underestimating Florida State's talent, especially on offense, and keep in mind the Tigers on offense – have simply not found themselves the way they did in their two national championship seasons. Maybe Clemson makes a statement. Maybe Willie Taggart gets the win that he desperately needs as a guy who's been under fire from many in the Florida State football fan base. If you tried calling us roughly 60 minutes ago at this time, you might have had 10 people in front of you. We have lines open for the first time in a long time. Brandon is in Washington, North Carolina. Monty is in Burlington. You can call us from Greenville, Wilmington, Asheville, Charlotte, Boone, the Triad, or right here in the Triangle. We have a lot more on our mind, baseball, hockey, basketball's return, a lot of football, and I'm heading to the PNC Arena Two PNC Arena tonight to watch the Carolina Hurricanes host the New York Islanders. That is the hottest team in hockey. We also have the Legends of Golf in our midst here at Prestonwood. Get out if you can this weekend. Those are among your options here in the great state of North Carolina. Monty is in Burlington and is next up on Free For All Friday. Go ahead with your question, comment, or complaint.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, I got a – can you hear me okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was listening to your guest talk about Colin Kaepernick. And people tend to forget, we've been, so many people have been just uh, brainwashed by the sick of it, liberal media, and you forget that Colin Kaepernick was the starter for the 49ers. He was benched because his play was no good. He lost weight, muscle mass, Um, he was sitting on the bench, and the reason he doesn't have a job is because he voided his contract.
0: Um, Also... Well, hold hold on. I'll, I'll I'll let you keep going. But when you start casting aspersions that way, I'm going to make sure that you are held to being accurate and accountable as well. The 49ers had told Colin that they were going to cut him. So he voided the contract in cooperation with them. So you may need to find better media sources because you just said something that is inaccurate there. I'll also add this. Pete Carroll is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I would argue that his football expertise dwarfs mine and dwarfs yours. When he saw Colin Kaepernick in a football setting, he described him, and this is during Colin's three years away from the NFL, as in Pete Carroll's eyes, a starting caliber NFL quarterback. So you're entitled to your own opinion, and you think that he is not good enough to play in the NFL. But, Monty, you wouldn't really say that there are 60-plus quarterbacks that are better at that position right now than Colin Kaepernick is still in his early thirties? You Look, believe there's the sixty of
2: the team, especially the Dolphins or some team that's winless right now, I would hire him, put him out there and let everybody see that the
0: guy can't compete.
2: That's what I would do. Uh,
0: and you, so you think he's good enough?
2: No, I don't think he's good enough, but just to show the world and shut him up, I would put him out there and let him and give him a chance. And hopefully maybe he might do well, but
0: I doubt it. Very why, doubt. Why, why do you doubt when an NFL owner says that he's good enough to play, but the Baltimore Ravens owner said he just didn't want to upset his season ticket holders? So an owner says Kaepernick is good enough to have a depth chart position. Pete Carroll says he's good enough. But we all know that this is a more complicated decision than that. And if you were an NFL owner and you just said Colin Kaepernick doesn't fit my style or too many of my season ticket holders would be mad if I signed him, we all know that most people who hate Colin Kaepernick dislike him because of his politics. Are you willing to admit that? Because some who take cheap shots at his quarterback play are really just channeling their inner anger about not liking him kneeling you know, during the, the national anthem. Uh, when owners and general managers and coaches all say that he's still good enough to play and Pete Carroll says he's good enough to start, uh, I can't apologize for thinking that Pete Carroll has more expertise than Monty and Burlington does. Maybe, maybe you just hate Colin Kaepernick for who he is as a person and you're entitled to do that, but let's not live in la-la land about his track record as a starting quarterback and even take a, take a look on social media, see what he looks like. He talked about him losing weight. I mean, he's in incredible shape and has really, really good numbers by the standards of most NFL quarterbacks, and his actual numbers crush those of virtually all NFL backups and even some of the starters. I appreciate you listening, but uh, you got some internal anger there toward portions of the media that you might want to seek professional help for. Brandon in Washington, you're next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead.
2: Hello. How you doing, David?
0: I'm doing great, man. What's on your mind?
2: Good, buddy. Yeah, man, uh, Cam Newton, Newton, you know, uh, I say, I uh, just want to know what your thoughts was about Cam and uh, about Allen. I think, honestly, uh, Allen is a is a good backup quarterback. I think he's doing very well. I think he's getting everybody in the game. I think the playbook is open. Um, I just – I don't know. If Cam comes back, yeah, I, I like Cam. I do. Uh, and here's Christian McCaffrey, I mean, you know, he's another guy that actually I think is really – you probably would agree with me – Is the, the head of the horse of that team but oh my how gosh. long can he go he's, dur- yeah. to be he's that, an mvp
0: that candidate one. christian mccaffrey's an nfl mvp candidate right now he has been absolutely off the charts as a receiver and as a runner from the running back position you can't ask for any more from him uh, luke keekley is a similar guy on the defensive side of the ball the panthers have a firm foundation i mean they're three and two i think they're better than the buccaneers i'm aware they lost to tampa with an injured version of Cam Newton earlier this season. I think they'll beat Tampa in London on Sunday morning, so they'll be four and two. They might even be tied for first in the NFC South at that point. You've got Keekley leading the defense. You've got McCaffrey as the superstar on offense. And I agree with your assessment of Kyle Allen. I mean, by backup quarterback standards, he is a quality NFL player. And I wasn't sure I knew that over the summer before I had seen him play these games. He was brilliant against the Arizona Cardinals. That was not just decent quarterback play. That was outstanding, accurate quarterback play. He hasn't been as good since then. But the guy's trying to go 5-0 and as a starting quarterback at this level. Uh, if he beats the Buccaneers in London, he'll get to that mark. And, of course, the Panthers will have an interesting decision on their hands. But they're going to wait until Cam Newton is fully healthy, They have mega millions, $100 plus invested in that guy. But there's no sense in seeing what Cam has left until Cam is fully healthy. And I think that's the plan right now. Remember, after the trip to London, there's a bye week. So Cam has a couple more weeks now to try to get fully healthy with that injured foot. They're not going to rush him back. But... When he does come back or when he makes himself available and the doctors approve, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Panthers again this season at some point, assuming that his foot problem is, not, is even you know not worse than what they're suggesting right now. So I think the Panthers' plan right now is smart. Play Kyle Allen, learn more about him. At worst, he'll be a quality backup if Cam returns to form. And at best, you know, he keeps winning games for you while Cam tries to get back to full health. So I think, Brandon, you're looking at it very much the way David Tepper, the Panthers' owner, and Ron Rivera, the Panthers' coach, is looking at it as well. one eight hundred eight four nine two seven six one. 849 2761 Rob is in the triangle, and next up on Free For All Friday. Go right ahead. Hey, Rob, what's going on? Hey, brother, how are you? I'm doing great.
3: So, let's run of time in here. I'm not going to talk about anybody's abilities, I'm not a scout. I'm not going to claim to be a scout. But this is my this is my personal look on the Colin Kaepernick situation. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick sued the NFL in 232-1, Correct?
0: He did file a grievance and later accepted a financial settlement from the NFL. That's correct.
3: All right. So it's not much different than a husband and a wife decide we're going to divorce.
0: Things for you. You may not know this, but Eric Reed, the current safety for the Carolina Panthers, also filed a grievance against the NFL, claiming that they were colluding to keep him out of the league because he was one of the original kneelers. Remember, against next to Colin Kaepernick when they were together on the 49ers roster. Uh, So Reed filed the grievance as well. Reed accepted a financial settlement as well. But David Tepper of the Carolina Panthers signed him, and he's actually proving. That he's an outstanding safety and certainly worthy of not only a spot on the roster but he's the starting safety and a good one for the carolina panthers so that that uh at least makes tricky your claim earlier about you know how nfl owners feel about guys who filed grievances you know david tepper and and maybe you don't know this but when those guys file grievances they're uh, unlike your divorce example which certainly applies to a lot of contexts when you file a grievance uh, suggesting collusion to keep you out of the NFL, you are not accusing every owner of doing it. A lot of people don't understand this. If you were an owner of one team and I was an owner of another team, and you and I said, let's keep these dudes out of this league. We just t- the two of us talked and said, for whatever reason, we don't want them back in this league. We're mad at them. We don't like the negative publicity, whatever. We've colluded against them in violation of the law. So that might mean 20-some other owners didn't collude at all. So if you're David Tepper, the thinking was, hey, I've got a chance to sign a good safety. This guy filed a grievance against the league, but he didn't accuse me of anything, and I need a safety. So Eric Reid was signed. Eric Reid has turned out to be a success story. So I don't think it's as simple as you laid it out there. And Eric Reed, most football people I know, believe that Colin Kaepernick could hold on to an NFL roster spot if he were given another chance. Just the way a lot of people said, oh, Eric's not being held out cause he's, because of his kneeling, he just doesn't have it anymore. Well, guess what? He, he does have it. And all of the haters were wrong. And Eric Reed is a starting NFL safety and a pretty darn good one. Now, I don't know if Colin Kaepernick would play at that same level. He's got three years of rust on him at this point. But when, you know, NFL owners and NFL coaches have agreed the guy's good enough to play, uh, but you, ha- you as an individual owner have a right to not sign him. You're just not allowed to call other owners and say, let's keep him out of the league. Then it's collusion. And then you're going to find yourself either in a lawsuit or a grievance again.
3: Well, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you, and I understand everything you're saying. And I think the difference between Colin Kaepernick and the safety with the Panthers is, I guess, for lack of a better term, the market. You know, Colin Kaepernick, along with the other ones that filed this grievance, who was the name that was constantly dropped in both sports media and in mainstream media? It was, it was all about, all about Colin. So I kind of think that he kind of got push to the front of this, and I'm not going to disagree and say the guy's not talented. I'm not going to disagree and say yeah,
0: yeah. That,
3: that the guy potentially couldn't hold his own against some of the other backups, if not most, if not all of the other backups.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, the, bottom, the bottom line is NFL owners have admitted that the main reason Colin Kaepernick's not in the NFL right now is that they are afraid of pushback from many of their own fans. I mean, that's just the reality in the United States of America. There's a chunk who were not bothered, hey, this guy has a social justice stand he wants to make, and he's doing so peacefully and quietly on the sidelines. He's not physically hurting anybody, and they respect because of our celebration of freedom in our country they respect even if they don't like it they respect that the guy is trying to make a point whether or not they agree with him well there's another big chunk of americans who hate him for it right And, and actually even the american military in surveys some defended colin kaepernick these are people who live and fight for our country and a big chunk of them defended what kaepernick did but when the Baltimore Ravens owner comes out and says, "Yes, Kaepernick's good enough to play in this league," but I'm not signing him because I'm afraid of the pushback I'll get from my season ticket holders or some of my sponsors, well, it becomes ridiculous to argue that he's simply not good enough to be in the NFL. Pete Carroll said he was good enough to play. That's an NFL head coach. Baltimore Ravens said, "Yeah, w- he's good enough to play," but I don't want to, I don't want to upset, you know, some chunk. What if it's half of your fan base? Uh, David Tepper required a set of brass balls, excuse the expression, he has a set on his desk. It was a gift from somebody who understands his personality. And David Tepper has said on the record, of course I understand most of my colleagues would run away from both Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. Now, David Tepper signed Eric Reed, but guess what? 30 or so others didn't even think of signing Eric Reed. So I think you're right that Kaepernick's the even better name And bigger name and yes his name led all those headlines but 30 nfl owners were also basically blackballing eric reed until david tepper said you know what i need a safety and if fans are that upset let let them be upset you want to cancel your season tickets cancel your season tickets i respect david tepper a lot he's an independent thinker uh he is an open-minded guy he's you know, worth 15 billion dollars in part because he's not narrow-minded and he's not afraid. Doesn't mean he agrees with everything Eric Reed or Colin Kaepernick has done. It just means that he's he understands the the freedom of expressions uh, importance in American society. And if Eric Reed's good enough to play safety for him, he's not letting the rest of those shenanigans prevent him from signing to play for the Panthers. And again, that's proven to be a great success story with Eric Reed uh, playing really well in a Carolina uniform. one 800 849 2761 Free for all Friday continues. We have a lot in the football world. We have a lot beyond the sports world with Colin Kaepernick in the headlines and the NBA and China continuing their showdown. We'll talk sports. We'll invite the, the chaotic questions and comments as well. one 800 849 2761 is how you can be next on the David Glenn Show.
3: I don't want those damn Dookies rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hating. the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by a
2: 100. You're in fantasy land if you ever think MC State's going to make it back to the national championship game. So just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell.
1: Keeping the peace in NC on
0: the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We do have lines open for the first time in a while. If you'd like to be next on Free For All Friday, we are following your lead four days a week. Our Hall of Fame guests, my crazy rants and musing lead the way. One day a week, and that's today, every Friday. We call it Free For All Friday. We follow your lead. You get to pick the topics. Everybody in the history of sports radio has heard some version of y'all talk too much about this and not enough about that. That's one of the reasons we created free-for-all Friday. You get to pick the topics Fridays only. We have more football, Canes, or Canes against the Islanders on the hockey side, Alabama-Clemson, LSU against Florida. Penn State is unbeaten and visiting nationally ranked Iowa. Notre Dame is no longer unbeaten, but the number 9 Fighting Irish hosts Southern Cal tomorrow night on NBC. Unbeaten Wisconsin hosts Michigan State. There's a lot of big matchups in college football. There are some good ones in the NFL as well. You can be next with your question, comment, or complaint. Front and center are the NFL and college football. But college basketball season is three weeks away. The NBA regular season is only 11 days away. The NBA and uh, its annual China tour took a twist this year, as you know. The games end tomorrow when the Lakers play the Nets in China one more time. But there's been all sorts of crazy back and forth between Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr and the President of the United States on that particular issue. Meanwhile, the Canes are the hottest team in hockey. Major League Baseball is down to its Final Four. Washington at St. Louis tonight starts the NLCS. It's the Yankees at the Astros tomorrow night, beginning the seven-game ALCS. You can jump in with your question or comment at 1-800-849-2761. We are coming at you live from Prestonwood Country Club today. We can take your phone calls now. Will and Jilly are back in the studio with our producer, Darren Vaught. I am out here on location with our friend Dennis Cox. Dave Maudlin is here as well, trying to make sure all the buttons are pushed correctly and everything goes smoothly when you dial 1-800-849-2761. If you've never been to the SAS Championship, It is a three-day Champions Tour event with the Legends of Golf. Freddie Couples, Davis Love III. You all know the John Daly story. He is here. Bernhard Langer, Colin Montgomery, and other international superstars. All-around good guy. Wouldn't you like to have a beer with Darren Clark from the other side of the pond? He is participating here. There are Hall of Famers everywhere you look. There are actual past SAS Championship winners all over the place, including Bernhard Langer and Colin Montgomery, who won this event two years ago. Basically, the overwhelming majority of the best Champions Tour golfers are here. They describe how much they love the course every time they sit down with us. They describe how much they love the food and the people. And if you have not been a spectator here, keep in mind that unlike most professional sports events, even unlike most professional golf events, you get a different kind of access you get to walk along with some of the legends of golf. And you can chat with them, in some cases, before or after their rounds. Prestonwood Country Club is an outstanding venue. I'll be back here playing this great course on Monday at the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame Salute to Champions Golf Classic. We raise a lot of money for a lot of great causes at that event. So thanks to those who are sponsoring foursomes here at Prestonwood on Monday, we get this great course after the Legends of Golf are done playing it. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Quickly on the Canes, since I'm headed to PNC Arena shortly after my business is done here at Prestonwood Country Club. Only two teams in the league have started 4-0, and it's actually a flashback to 2006 when the Canes won it all. The Canes are 4-0, and the Edmonton Oilers, remember that was their opponent in that Stanley Cup championship series, the Edmonton Oilers are 4-0. Islanders in town tonight, Columbus in town tomorrow night. No homes again, no home games again until October 26th and 29th. So whether you're participating or entering the Canes with DG contest on Twitter, where the grand prize goes to someone who sits in my four on the glass seats, like right there on the ice, basically. That's the grand prize if you enter on Twitter. Hashtag Canes with DG. Just post any Canes-themed photo. It could be you in a jersey, your little kid in a T-shirt, maybe you and your friends at a recent Canes home game. Use the hashtag Canes with DG, otherwise you can't win. Post a Canes-themed photo. Those are the only requirements Beyond the grand prize, which we've done for almost a decade, and I take you out to dinner, and I join you in those front row seats if you invite me. Beyond the grand prize, last year and this year, we also give away week-to-week lower-level tickets to other Canes home games. So instead of just the grand prize winner, we have weekly winners. In fact, listener Cindy is bringing three friends and family members to tonight's game. I'm actually going to get to meet listener Cindy tonight as I go there with some buddies in my front row seats as well. The Canes have done all of this so far this season without their best player, Sebastian Ajo, putting up big numbers. He has only one point through four games. No need to worry about him. Defense has been good. Goaltending has been reliable. Andrei Svechnikov and Tevo Terevainen have provided the firepower up front. And under the leadership of Rod Brindamore, that has been one heck of a story to follow so far. We'll see if 4-0 can turn into 6-0 and as the Canes host the Islanders and the Blue Jackets tonight and tomorrow night. Don't forget, use the hashtag with DG if you want us to send you to a Carolina Hurricanes home game later this season. We're back after this and more of your phone calls still to come on the David Glenn Show
2: the great difference between sport and capital e entertainment and capital s sport is that we don't know the outcome and that feeling of uncertainty positively or negatively
0: is unique we are quoting bob ryan the way i would quote you know aristotle or confucius you're listening to the david glutton show All right, our third hour is your last chance to jump in on free-for-all Friday. We are halfway to Margaritaville. You get to steer the ship the rest of the way. Here's the number. You can be next, actually, 1-800-849-2761. I have a lot more on the NFL, college football, baseball, hockey, and basketball weekend to come. You can be next, 1-800-849-2761 on The David Glenn Show. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to the good. show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm
3: excited to be here, man. Excited for the questions that you're going to ask.
0: Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer.
1: So do we. The David Glenn Show. Thanks,
0: David. Appreciate it a lot. You got it.